Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Have a look who's rocked up. Wow. Uh, just an absolute superstar. Uh, one of my all-time heroes. Remember the last time we saw him was at Mitre 10. He looks like he's been out on the tools again today. Hey, he loves it. I spend all my weekends at Mitre 10, mate. Hey, is that right? Yeah, ultra-marathon legend Pat Farmer. Good morning, mate. And uh, so we're a couple of days away from KO screening 1,000 miles to light. Yeah, fantastic. So anybody that wants to see what we actually did in, uh, in Singleton Army Barracks, running 1,000 miles against the Americans and kicking their butt, uh, um, all they have to do is go to KO Freebies and they can sign, sign up for free. They don't need a credit card. Just sign up and they can watch the show for free. It's fantastic and a, gr a great opportunity a great opportunity for them to see what's involved with the 1,000 miles to light run. Hey, Pat, I, I put the headphones on you uh, just because uh, we've got a special message that's about to come <laughs> oh, no, in. Tell me it's, it's not it's, another it's song. A, <laughs> it's about to come in especially for you. I think we've got the satellite set up. I think the US president is, is on the line and he's got this message for you. I want to thank uh, that fellow down under. Thank you very much, Pat. <laughs> Yeah, whatever, whatever his name is, whatever his name is. Ah, uh. uh, that's gold. Yeah. That's gold. It's not every day that the American president thanks you personally. But you know what? You know what, mate? How many times have you been overseas and somebody has said, "Oh, you're from Australia. You must know such and such. You must know Johnny Smith." Yeah, yeah. And I go, "Yeah, of course. Yeah, there's only like 25 million of us, but yeah, I know that guy." Hey, uh, how is your body after you know punching out 1,000 miles to light? Well, Steve, it was never good to start with. To be honest. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, I'm not getting any younger, but, um, you know, it, I actually got stronger as the race went on, and it, it just goes to show me that I'm really suited to ultramarathons, you know, especially the, the multi-day race. <laughs> suited to ultramarathons. What it's an ridiculous. understatement that is. He's <laughs> arguably the greatest runner of all time. Uh, so across that, you're in teams of four, was that correct? Yeah, There's four right. of you. So you, you've done 250 miles yourself. Um, and it's a four-kilometre split, and so you're actually going really hard, or four uh, five-kilometre intervals. Yeah, yeah. So, so the idea of this particular type of run is to go as fast as you possibly can, knock out the five k's as fast as you can, put your team in the best possible position, then try and recover. Yep. Uh, and it's it's all about the recovery. So, you know, uh, the thing about ultra athletes is they have a very fast recovery time, mm. and they're able to back up day after day after day. So that's what makes a big difference. So on that, what was your your best time for the 5k what was your worst time for the 5k and how Ooh. consistent were you over those 20 or whatever it was it's 50 a, runs that it's you had a to tough do. question though because of the terrain uh, yeah, well, look, yeah, different circumstances, yeah. Yeah, they were. Yeah, each day was a different course, yep. and uh, some were hilly, some were, yeah, yeah, some were, were not so much. Some were on bitumen, and some were on grass, and some were on, uh, uh, of course, trails. But 
Look, at the end of the day, I, I'm very consistent with my timing, so I don't go out as hard and fast as, say, Justin McDonald from South Australia, one, one of our other top runners. Yep. He, he was consistently around three and a half oh. minute to, to four minute Ks. Oh, uh, and, uh, you know, he, he's just lightning, absolute lightning. I was closer, you know, I'm close around consistently five minute Ks all the way yep. through. But you're the tortoise, he's the hare. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and the, the strategy was that if something went wrong, I was I was continuously doing the maths on the whole on the whole event. So if something went wrong, and say for instance he got injured, or Deidre Hopkins got injured, uh, our other female runner, or Greta Truscott got injured, then the three runners would have to make up the distance mm. each day. So we still have to do 160 kilometres for the day. So I was continuously doing the maths all the way through, and I came down to with two days to go, and I said, look, it doesn't matter if the three of you guys get injured and you pull out. I can. I know. I can finish this. I know. I can get this done. And I and, 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 I, and I know that we can. We can still win with the lead that we've got. Hey, yeah. can I just clarify? Did Did you call the legendary Pat Farmer a tortoise? Well, I mean, what, all, are you, what are you thinking this morning? There's a lot of good tortoises out there. There is. There I can't is name any at the top of my head, hey, but there's a lot of good tortoises. What about out there. Uh, What about just spending some time in competition with the great American uh, Dean Carnesi's? Ah, uh, Dean was fantastic. You know, at the end of the day, uh, Dean's got a new. Of course, he's got a new book out. And by the way, I brought in. Uh, I brought ten books for you guys to give away. To oh, your team, fantastic! Yeah, exactly. Which will be signed. How so good. give them away during the course of the day, and um, just remind people to go to KO to see the. To see, no. to see the film. Uh, but Dean, Pat, Pat Dean was wrong, was though. We've got, we got seven books. Yes, we've got seven uh, books. Uh, yes, sorry, so. six books. <laughs> we've got six books to give away on the air. But, um, uh, yeah, look, Dean's, Dean's uh, you know, he's an ultra athlete. He's been around for a long time. He's the same age as me. Uh, he was fantastic. He got stronger as the event went on, which just went to show me that the quarantining that he went through really play, played a price, and you'll see that in the film. The two-week quarantining that he had to do in hotel uh, hotel lockdown with very limited opportunity to train in there um, really made a huge difference. And he smashed the minibar. Yeah, I'm sure he did. I'm sure. He... Mate, where do you, where do you see this um, event going to? Do you want to see other teams competing? Is that the ultimate goal? My my, my goal is to build this into the biggest ultra in the Southern Hemisphere. Yep. And the, the way around that will be that we will do a, a state qualifier. So there'll be a qualifier during the course of the end of this year and, and early next year uh, in each of the states to find the best runner in each of those states. The first one's going to be in South Australia mm -hmm. and it will continue on through each state and territory. And then they'll go head to head. And I'm just looking at the golf course here at Shelley Beach. I'm just Thinking, what a great, oh. what a great venue around the edges of this yep. for 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 doing for taking all of the states, the best of the states, go head to head and take on uh, the or take on the best in the world. So, what we will do is we'll define the best Australian team uh, by them going head to head, and we'll and then we'll take on the world. So, ten other teams from around the world Beautiful. will be competing next year. We have got six copies. Talk us through this, Michael Butner. Oh, my goodness. Pole to pole, one man, 20 million steps. Pat Farmer, 2012, you decide to run <laughs> from pole to pole, 10 months, approximately 80 kilometres a day for 10 months. Are you okay? Well, well, <laughs> clearly, clearly, I wasn't at the time, but I'm, I've been on rehab ever since. Yeah, I bet you have, <laughs> mate. That is monumental. It is 
Absolutely. Yeah. Lunacy, Mo- but... Most guys, when they go through some kind of crisis, you know, they'll go and buy the... <laughs> Mustang or the yeah. Harley or something. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, Pat, Pat buys a pair of hawkers. Oh, man. Hey, hey, no, let me tell you the background to all of that. So I had been in Parliament. Of course, I was a federal member for MacArthur between the years uh, uh, 2001 and 2010. So I was getting out of Parliament and I wanted to get as far away from camera <laughs> as I possibly could. So I went to the North Pole. Oh, clearly. Oh, I tell you, I don't blame you. After, <laughs> did we all watch the uh, Julia Gillard special on uh, SBS? Wow, what a fantastic documentary that was. Hey, Pat Farmer's documentary coming out on KO. Yep. Now we've seen K- a team. KO freebies, freebies. Oh, it's that's free. brilliant. Yeah, right. Which means I'm cheap, I suppose. Do not miss the opportunity. <laughs> so we've got pole to pole here. So this is your book about that incredible achievement. But what what do you believe is your greatest ever ultramarathon? Well, to be honest with you, getting to the starting line of this last race, 1,000 miles to light, was the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life. It was much harder than trying to get to uh, the North Pole, the South Pole, or everything else in between. Uh, just under COVID, the rules or restrictions... Uh, this run got cancelled so many times, uh, so many times, and yet we're still able to make it happen. And I think that's a, a shining light for everybody to realise if they're really determined enough to make something happen, they want to inspire other people, they want to raise funds for worthwhile causes, as we did with uh, as we did with the Reach Our Foundation, Youth Mental Health. They can do it. Pat, you've pushed for the ultra marathon concept idea to be introduced into the Olympics and your race here that you're doing the 1,000 miles could well become a prototype for something that we can see in Brisbane in 2032. I'd I'd love it. I'd I'd really love it. So, Because it's such an individual pursuit. So to see a team event like that, I think people would really embrace it. And could you imagine teams from all over the world showcasing outback Queensland so so we're going from some way out destination in Queensland, which, you know, I've run through the whole lot, even Cape York Peninsula, Mm. and they make it down to the Olympic Village there uh, eventually for the start of the event. And all the way through, we're showcasing what, Queensland has to offer. What a great thing for Queensland tourism and Tourism Australia. Yeah, and let's not forget too that sometimes, like at the World Cross Country, you'll have in the top 20, like, Pat, correct me if I'm wrong, but you'll have 14 or 15 canyons in the top 20. Imagine if they could run in a relay style like this in ultramarathon. Yeah, true. Although the the Kenyans aren't they great once you get up to the bigger distances. The Mm. Russians come into their own. A lot of those people from some of those northern nations are tough as nails. And so, you know, it would be incredibly interesting to see who would win an event like that. You could see the concept that it becomes the first event that starts the Olympics and it's the last event that finishes. And throughout the whole uh, campaign, the 14 days or 15 days of the Olympics, that it's this ultramarathon, and, and you're just <clears> keeping a tally and well, monitoring and, and it. You know, don't forget, too, that Pat, uh, during his run, they were passing the Indigenous baton. Bat- Ima- yeah. Imagine every country had something that signified... Like, where... I'll tell you, oh, we're on, we're on you something guys, here. You, you guys are genius. <laughs> we're, we're just building this as we go. Mate, we're not here for our looks, I can assure you. I can assure you. Jess is, but we're not here for our looks. Uh, yeah, yeah, fantastic stuff. Hey, uh, by the way, if you want a copy of Pole to Pole, just text in now. We'll get Adam to take mm. care of all this back at headquarters. So the first six people that sent a text. That'll be signed by Pat Farmer. 0477 736 736. You just have to open your text with boys and Jess 
We love, love the, the show. show. If you do that, the book is yours. First six people, 0477 736 736. So what happens for the rest of the year? Okay, so the rest of the year I'm busy organising all these qualifying events that will happen in each of the states. So uh, we'll pick the best of the best, like I said, to go head-to-head against the top 10 best teams from around the world to compete in this race next August. So, yeah, I'm, bu- I'm busy with that already. We're already organising the sponsorship and pulling the event together. I was going to say, in terms of sponsorship, how important is that and how significant and how hard is it during these times? Look, it's... It, there was just nothing, nothing mm. happening in, in these times. And so to be able to make this happen, to be able to pull a, pull a rabbit out of a hat instead of a turtle mm. out of the yeah, backyard. Yes. yes, out of your shell. <laughs> yes. To be able to do that was, uh, yeah, was really something special. But it just goes to show you there is a, a need for content on, uh, on these programs. So, and, and like I said, KO are the number one for sport. For sports program so to be able to get onto there and to be able to have those guys on board and to be able to do something mm. with them on into the future as well it's great uh, apart from what you've done this year what do you think the sporting achievement of 2021 has been oh, and, and i ask you that i ask you that because i know you sit on the board like high level boards in australia uh, so what are you watching what what have you seen that's inspired you this year Look, I'm always inspired by the Paralympics. I'm, you know, I just think every day is a gold medal performance for every single one of those athletes just getting out of bed and getting on with their lives every single day. And then to train at the, the way that they train. I had a, you know, had a very good friend of mine many years ago who was training for the Olympics for the swimming. And she would tell me how she would get to the end of the pool. She was blind. So she would swim to the end of the pool and they had to stick with a tennis ball at the end of it to belt her on the head to yeah. let her know that it was time to do the, the turnaround so that she didn't bump into the end of the pool. And I just think that sort of dedication, you know, getting out there. And uh, uh, the incredible thing about that was uh, Desiree said to me at the time, she said to me, I would just love to be able to see for five minutes just so I could punch that guy in the nose who keeps hitting me on the head with a tennis ball. Hey, uh, <laughs> last, uh, I like it. I like La- it. Last question for you. When Riley Fitzsimmons was on, he quoted Murray Stewart, who won Olympic gold in the kayaking. And Murray Stewart had a quote or a mantra that was, was if you're not enough with it, talking about a gold medal, if you're not enough with it, you're not enough without it. So it's talking about the character of a person. Is there a, is there a mantra that you live by? Yeah, and that is, well, yeah, it's quite simply, if you want to do anything with all your heart, you can and you will find a way. And if you don't truly want to do it, you'll simply find an excuse. Mm-hmm. Very true, mate. There's plenty of excuses and reasons why you can come up with as to why you don't do something. Hey, and on that note, Standing ovation for uh, the great Pat Farmer. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Tony.